At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Point Spread Sunday. Holy Kushner hanging out with you here for the next hour. Very, let's just bring him right in. Host of the Ross. Tucker podcast. He's going to be doing sidelines for the AFC championship game today on Westwood one. I believe he's had a whole bunch of barbecue as well. And if he hasn't, and he's in Kansas city, I don't know what the hell he's doing with his life. Ross Tucker, Ross, it's holding Kushner long, long time. Thanks for making time for us here. Game coming up in a few hours. How are you? You know what, Holden? I'm doing awesome, man. Good to see you. Good to talk with you. I'm coming to you from my lovely uh, airport hotel here in Kansas City, uh, fired up for the game today. And yes, I did get some barbecue last night with Tony Baselli. It was delicious. That's what you do when you come to Kansas City. You get barbecue. I mean, there's no other options. You need to do it. I come here like once a year. I'm going to get barbecue. I got the burnt ends. I actually got some sliced ham, which was delicious, but they had these Cajun wings, which were off the hook. Good. I mean, Mm. I love wings, but these Cajun wings were absolutely delicious. I was, since we're talking about betting, I was a vegetarian my senior year in high school, my freshman year at the university of Kansas, it changed it after about a week. I mean, you smell (laughs) that, you smell that barbecue, you get all excited, you get fat. Mm. Absolutely delicious. Hey, Ross, great to have you on here. AFC championship game today. Before we get to that, though, um, I, I, I just realized this morning that I work with a whole bunch of kids in their early and mid-20s, and they've never seen the NFL without Tom Brady. They're about to. Can you can you wrap your head around this as a guy that was on a roster with him, played against him? There's a whole bunch of people we're working with that have never seen the NFL without him. It's fascinating to me. Yeah, no, uh, it's a terrific point. It's amazing that he's played as long as he has. I got to be honest with you, I'm I'm a little bit bummed out, you know, that Tom Brady's retiring because he is like my one connection to my daughters thinking I'm somewhat cool. You know, my daughter's (laughs) holding her eight and nine, right? So all of the boys at school, they all talk about Tom Brady. They all know Tom Brady. And my daughters can say, well, yeah, my daddy played with Tom Brady. And they're like, what? They're like, yeah. Like, my daddy played with him in 2005 and 2006 till he got traded to Cleveland. Um, obviously, I think he's the best player of all time. The, the two stories I'll tell you holding about Brady. Number one, you'll never hear one person that played with him or knows him say a negative thing about him. 
That's almost impossible in today's day and age, right? I mean, not a single person will say anything negative about him. Um, the on-the-field story that people should know about, I played football for 18 years. 18. Never met a guy that cared as much about the quarterback center snap as Tom Brady. I mean, I was 26 years old. I had started 25 games, played in 45. It's like spring OTAs holding in May, and Brady would come in the huddle, and he'd be like, all right, Ross, you and me, great snap first, great snap first. And in my head, I'd be like, okay, Tom, okay. Like, you just didn't want to let him down. The guy is a total psychopath. He wanted it perfect every time. He wanted a perfect snap every time. He's also – the best beer chugger I've ever seen. The guy just dominates. He is absolutely a psychopath. And I'm not surprised that he's retiring. Just a little bit disappointed because I, I liked living vicariously through him. Yeah, I worked with one of the centers for Joe Montana way back in the day. And he always used to brag about getting intimate with Joe Montana because he had to take <laughs> the snap there. So I'm glad you didn't bring that up, Ross. It makes me a lot more uh, comfortable. That did get uncomfortable once in a while when he'd say that. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into today's game. What are you expecting? Like everybody, oh, there's going to be a ton of points today. There's going to be a ton of points today. Is there going to be a ton of points today, Ross? No, I don't think so. But in fairness, hmm. I thought I kind of liked the under in the bills chiefs last Sunday. So maybe nobody okay. should listen to me at all um, about anything. I say No, it's funny though. Cause the under was looking decent until they scored like 40 points in the last two minutes of that game last Sunday night. Here's what I think, right? I, I think that the chiefs got torched with a lot of man to man coverage and single high safety, meaning only one safety in the middle of the field in the last meeting. When you only have one safety in the middle of the field, he can't get outside the numbers to help those corners or to make a play on the outside. And that's why Jamar Chase set the rookie record for the entire NFL with the entire history of the NFL, 266 yards. He had two long touchdowns. I just don't see that happening. I don't see the Chiefs playing that way. It might be man-to-man, but I think it'll be two deep safeties. I think those safeties will be able to help out. And so you combine that and the inability of the Bengals, in my mind, to get a bunch of big plays because I don't think they need to blitz. Burrow was sacked nine times last week, Holden, all four-man rush. The Titans got him nine times without blitzing once. So Melvin Ingram, Frank Clark, Chris Jones, those guys have got to find a way to be able to get to him themselves without blitzing. I think they will. And on the other side, the Bengals defense is pretty salty. I, I, you know, I think it's still a decently high scoring game. I've been saying this week, maybe like 30 to 20, something like that. I hope it's a close game. I, I like fresh blood. It'd be amazing if the Bengals won the game, but I just think they got a lot of things going against them today. Oh, they got Patrick Mahomes going against them today. That's the problem. The guy's got 20 touchdowns and one interception in these playoff games that aren't the Super Bowl. But it's just amazing how terrific he has been. But I want to go back to something here with Jamar Chase, because I like Jamar Chase. Spagnolo can't be silly enough to just put him in one-on-one in -on -one coverage, right? Like, are they going to have to bring somebody over to him to help out there? And if they do, that leaves Uzoma and Higgins and Boyd and all these other guys open. But how do you think the Chiefs handle chase today. So, um, I, I totally agree. And I believe 
that we're in a situation where T. Higgins is probably the guy you should look at. Now, if they have two deep safeties, they're kind of giving help both ways if they have two deep safeties. But, and I think that's the case. But they're, look, Steve Spagnuolo, to your point, Holden, it would be a totally moronic move. And to me, negligence if he lets Jamar Chase beat him again. You cannot do that. They're not going to, I mean, Jamar Chase is fantastic. Cannot let that happen again. See, I feel like they could try though. And the problem is, is that this guy is so good with the ball in his hands. And I went back and forth on this 84 and a half receiving yards for him. I actually think that Spagnolo does try and take him out, but he's so electric with the ball in his hands. The yards after the catch, he was third in the NFL this year. I still think he gets his, but it seems like you're shading a little bit toward T Higgins today. Yeah, that's a really good point, by the way, because I do think Zach Taylor is smart enough that they will try to get the ball to Jamar chase any way they can because of how dynamic he is with the football in his hands. That's a good point. Even if they're playing the two deep, the thing is though, when you play those two deep safeties and man under the, the man to man guy can be very aggressive, right? He can be very aggressive up near the line of scrimmage, not allow some of those quick throws out in the flat to chase because he knows he has that safety help over the top. You know, what might, what I think is interesting today, Joe Burrow running. I mm. haven't even seen what Joe Burrow's rushing yardage prop is, but if they play as much two man as I think they will, two high safeties, man to man underneath, there's nobody to account for the quarterback. And Joe Burrow knows that. And in fact, you go back, I don't know if it was junior or senior year at LSU, they played against Georgia and Georgia played a lot of two man against them. And Burrow actually ran for a bunch of yards. I know that's not his strength, but he's smart. And he knows that if there's an opening there and they're in two man, there's nobody accounting for him running the football. Eight and a half yards. That's the prop. That's one run. Eight and a half. That's one run. That is one run. And I was looking at Mahomes' rushing prop too. But that's the other thing, Ross, is that these guys, and this is I've noticed over years, these guys in the regular season want to preserve their bodies so they can get to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. They get to the playoffs, their their bodies just forget about it. Look at what Mahomes is doing. Look at what Josh Allen did. Do you agree with that? Where these quarterbacks, even if they're not running quarterbacks, get into the postseason and they're using their legs, they just don't care anymore. They we got to win any way possible. C correct. Yeah, that that all goes by the wayside. Uh, I'm looking at your screen right now. I like the Patrick Mahomes over 29 and a half as well. I think he goes over that. Um, and that's the other thing, by the way, about the Bengals. I think, you know, the reason why the Bengals beat the Titans is because Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions. That's not happening, Holden. Patrick Mahomes no. is not throwing three interceptions. Not going to do it. So that's why I think it's uh, not as likely that the Bengals find a way to win this one. Ross, uh, just taking a complete left turn here. Valentine's Day is coming up. I heard you got something special going on for Valentine's Day. What can you help me with? Dude, I'm going to help you right now. It's the greatest Valentine's mm -hmm. Day gift ever. A buddy of mine started the company. It's called MyFrontPageStory.com. It is amazing. So literally, you hand it to your wife after the writer writes the story. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper, and she'll be like, what is this? And you just say, hey, babe, 
I had a story written about you. She'll be like, what? And then when she actually reads the quotes, Holden, and it's like, I never thank her enough for all the little things she does for me and the family. Your wife will cry. You will win. Myfrontpagestory.com. Myfrontpagestory.com. I promise. I'll send you a Valentine's Day card just for getting me in on that. <laughs> I appreciate it, Ross. Great to catch up with you, man. You take care of yourself. Have a great call. Check him out on Westwood One AFC Championship game. Sideline reporter. It's going to be nice weather, too. So take care, Ross. Thank you. I, I will. Yeah, it's not too bad. Thanks, man. You got it. Ross Tucker joining me here on Point Spread Sunday. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Point Spread Sunday is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No more batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and they're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that is perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com, zyn.com slash find. There's a warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay. Welcome back. Point spread Sunday. Holden Kushner with the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I talk about betting Colorado and Denver teams, and it is under the Visa umbrella. I love doing that show. Uh, do it four days a week. We got four shows a week. Uh, talk a lot of Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche. We'll talk some baseball if they decide to play this season. And then I'm huge into college basketball, so a lot of Colorado State, good basketball team, but very profitable there. Uh, Colorado and Northern Colorado. I actually look at the big sky. I know a lot of people don't want to watch small time college basketball. The big sky a is actually kind of fun. Uh, B 
it's profitable because the books just don't have a good read on it. They, uh, and there's an algorithm there. There's team totals you can get an advantage on. A lot of advantages betting smaller college basketball conferences. So just to let you know about that, let's get into the DraftKings prop watch, though. The DraftKings prop watch. You know, we didn't have enough time to get into the Ross Tucker special this week. Was Mahomes and Burrow each to get 250 passing yards? Uh, it's even money. I mean, why, why, that, that's just one of those, hey, let's, that's a lost leader. That's called a lost leader. Let's get some people betting on this. You would think, right, 250 yards in a game that could be a complete shootout. Uh, I did not bet that one. I did bet a different one, though. I thought there was a really good one on DraftKings, both um, Burrow and Mahomes to combine for 600 passing yards. So, okay, that's even money. They both get 250. I took the combined number here to get 600 passing yards at plus 140. I like that. I, and I like that for on a number of different levels. Yeah, if Mahomes goes out today and throws for 400 yards again, just like he did, what was that, last week? I don't know if he throws for 400, but even if he gets 350, now we're waiting on Joe Burrow to get us another 250. I just think one of these two guys completely goes off, if not both of these guys. And if it's a total where maybe it doesn't get to 54 and a half, maybe it is like Ross said, a 30 to 20 game, a 31 to 20 game. You're still going to see a ton of passing from Mahomes to get to that 31. And if the Bengals are trailing, you better believe Burrow is going to be throwing the ball a whole bunch. So that to me is my favorite little uh, quirky prop, I guess, is what we could talk about. Highest scoring game, Bengals and Chiefs minus 225, Niners and Rams plus 175. I mean, I would love to take the 175 and the Niners and Rams. I could see a shootout but not nearly what we're seeing with the chiefs and the Bengals. So that's a complete pass for me. Highest scoring teams. An interesting one though. If you bet the Bengals at plus 450, and I'll read off the lines to you highest scoring team this weekend, chiefs minus 120, Rams plus 350 Bengals plus 450 and the Niners at plus 600. Let me just cross out a couple of teams here. Chiefs minus 120. I mean, you got a one in four chance of that happening minus money. I'm not even going to mess with the chiefs and in all likelihood, that's what happens. If you want to bet the Rams at plus three fifty, I wouldn't hate it. I'm not going that way. I still think that there's something about this Niners defense getting to Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford has played almost flawlessly these last two weeks. You go back to the Niners. They know him well. I think Stafford's in a little bit of trouble. I think it's a lower scoring game. So I'll take the Rams and the Niners out of the mix. And that leaves the Bengals. Now, the Bengals obviously are going to have to win this game. If you're already on the Bengals to win today on the money line, why would you not take the Bengals plus 450? That That's just the perfectly correlated bet. You think the Bengals are beating the Chiefs? They're going to have to score points. You're getting four and a half to one. That to me would be a nice play if I were on the Bengals money line, which I am not. Lowest scoring team. Hmm, let me stroke the beard that I don't have anymore. <sighs> Niners plus 150, Bengals 225, Rams 275, Chiefs plus 800. Nothing here is sexy enough to get me to place my money on. But if I did have to, the lowest scoring team, I guess I would take the plus 275 on the Rams and hope that the Niners just completely quell that offense. The Niners, it seems, it, it seems logical, right? Plus 150. But again, uh, while I think the Rams probably win this thing on the money line. I think it's a super close game and I took the three and a hook. So 
as far as the Niners go, I, I, I'm staying away from the low scoring team too. Conference championship player prop specials. Ah, now we're talking. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, <clears throat> Matt Stafford, Jimmy G. I'm let's take Jimmy G and just throw him out. I think this is an interesting lesson too. You know, for a lot of these type of props, when we're looking at props with four, eight, twenty, anything more than four, I just take one or two guys and I chop them off and I say, "There's no way Jimmy Garoppolo." is thrown for 325 yards today. I think that's what it's going to take to even be in the mix. So let's throw Jimmy G out of there. You go back to Stafford. Now Stafford could be the guy today. Yeah. They get a lot of pressure on him, but Cooper cup, Odell Beckham, they've got some guys that can really do damage after the catch. But for me, it goes back to this AFC game. It'll be another stay away spot for me because it's a coin flip between Mahomes and burrow. And instead of taking one of these guys at plus 175, like I said, I'd just rather look at the yardage prop. Just take both guys, 600 or more yards. I'm getting plus money at plus 140, and that's what I'm taking there. So as far as the the most passing yards in the conference championship games, <clears throat> no, not for me. Very interesting one, though, on this last one to discuss, okay? Most rushing yards in conference championship games. <clears throat> we can get to the receiving yards too. If I got time, Eli Mitchell plus 200. I don't think he gets it by the way. I think they run a lot, but Debo to me, more explosive might even have more yards than him. As far as Joe Mixon goes, uh, Joe Mixon was putting up triple digit rushing numbers for a long time this season. He did get a bit banged up. And as the end of the regular season of the playoffs came around, the rushing totals just haven't been there. And I think the only way he gets to that is if the Bengals are either in a neutral game script where they're tied or within a, a field goal or even a touchdown, or they have the lead. So I'm going to cross Mitchell and Mixon off. I already told you I'm on the acres under we're crossing the first three off. Now we're at a point to where the money is such plus money that we should probably throw down multiple bets on the most rushing yards in the conference championship games. It's almost like the first touchdown bets where you want to take, I would say three or four guys and make sure no matter what, even if your favorite hits, you're still getting plus money on that. So I kind of handle these like a first touchdown because a lot of the numbers are up there. Debo Samuel plus 550. Now you're not going to see a first touchdown to just plus 550, but Debo Samuel plus 550. Why couldn't he have the most rushing yards? Bust an 80 yarder out. He's got 105 today. I could see that happening. Plus 550, Debo Samuel. I like it. Clyde Edwards Elair, bet is under rushing yards, so I'm not going to mess with him. Jarek McKinnon, 10 to 1. I think he's the lead back there in Kansas City. Give me a little Jarek McKinnon. Sony Michelle, Patrick Mahomes, Daryl Williams, Maj Piran, Tyreek Hill, Joe Burrow. No. I actually think I just came up with a couple bets that I'm going to make then. I'm going to go Debo Samuel plus 550. I think that's one way to go. And Jarek McKinnon at uh, 10 to one at plus a thousand. Again, Mitchell has a decent shot of getting there, but I'll take the value with Samuel who has every bit the chance. And it also, I wish there was something out there to, to rush for a hundred yards. Not so sure we see a hundred yard rusher this week. Not so sure we see a hundred yard rusher in these two games. Uh, receiving yards, as far as that goes, Cooper Cup plus 225. That makes sense. Put a little note next to Jamar Chase at plus 450. Uh, yeah, I talked to Ross Tucker. He and I are kind of on the same page here where Spagnola is going to try and take Jamar Chase out. But you could try all you want. The guy's too electric. 
Tyree kill at six to one for the most receiving yards. How do you look past that? Travis Kelsey plus six fifty. T Higgins plus eight fifty. I'm not going Debo. He's got just 100 yard game in his last 11 weeks. So I think he's more of a dual threat over 90 and a half, over 94 and a half and over 95 and a half rushing plus receiving on Debo is where I'm going. If you're betting most receiving yards in the championship game. Okay. I, here's what I would do. I would go chase it plus 450, Hill at plus 600 T Higgins at plus 850. One of those three guys hits you're in plus territory. Come back, Ian McMillan. He's with betsided.com. We'll break down both games, AFC, NFC, championship games today on Point Spread Sunday, VEASAN, the sports betting network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the sports betting network. you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com backslash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available right now, vcin.com backslash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Holden Kushner with you here on vcin, the sports betting network. You can listen to my podcast too. Go to vcin.com. It's uh, the Denver CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. And I talk about betting Denver teams, Colorado sports teams, all the major sports and college basketball, college football as well. But let's talk about these championship games here on this Sunday. Such a fun day. Ian McBets on Twitter. Ian McMillan joining me. Uh, wonderful to have you on the program, Ian. It's Holden Kushner. Talk to me here, buddy. Uh, we only got three real football games left this season. We got two today. What are you thinking about this NFC side? Yeah, if we're looking at the NFC side, man, and by the way, happy to be on. It's sad that we only have three games left. I kind of missed football yesterday as well. I kind of enjoyed uh, having those Saturday games in the playoffs. But uh, if we're looking at the Saturday at, at, at the NFC game, to be honest, I, I do kind of like the Rams to win and cover the spread. This is a tough tough game to handicap though in my opinion because uh, a lot of things are are very similar a lot of stats they're right next to each other um, but at, at the end of the day I just think this Rams team is the more complete squad they just can't turn the ball over if Matt Stafford throws interceptions they're going to lose both their losses this season to the 49ers Stafford threw two two interceptions they had four turnovers last week against the Buccaneers still managed to win if they just don't turn the ball over and that might be easier said than done with this Rams team then I think they are the best team in the NFL so I am going to back the Rams to kind of win and cover this three and a half point spread but tough call these these these, these divisional games in the playoffs they're tough they rank next, next, right next to each other in a lot of major stats that I look at. Uh, but I, like I said, I just think they're the more complete team from top to bottom. This actually, I've been thinking about this. I wonder if I just want to bet the bands, like zero to six points either way, because uh, I think the mm. Rams win this outright and the Niners cover. Like I see this as a three-point game this week, a close, ugly game. And he said, if the Rams don't turn it over, that's my issue, Ian. Like the, the Niners right. front seven has been spectacular. Everybody talks about what the Chiefs guys have done, which by the way, that defense is a debacle. They talk about how great 
the Rams front seven is and Aaron Donald, uh, Donald, but there's actually his kryptonites over there, but they can get to Stafford. That's my issue there. You, you brought up the turn. I think he throws a pick today uh, and you can get that at almost even money. Um, that's the big concern with me, but it seems like you're a little less concerned about that. Yeah, I, I I mean, turnovers are kind of hard to predict, to be completely honest. Um, and another reason why I like the Rams, I think they have a, they do have a very good run defense. I know the 49ers had some success running the ball against them earlier this season, uh, but they rank it that they're actually fifth in the NFL right now in opponent yards per carry heading in this matchup. So they do have a little bit of an advantage there. But I do like your idea there, uh, betting uh, a victory zero to six points on either side, because I think the most shocking result today uh, would be a blowout on either side. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, I, I kind of I, I wish I got I, I could have got the Rams right at that e uh, even mark of three. I'll take the three and a half, though, but uh, it probably is going to be a, a very close and very exciting game, which is going to be good because last week's action was probably the best weekend of football we've ever seen. So uh, big shoes to fill uh, this weekend in terms of excitement. Any thoughts on this total here? 45 and a half. I mean, naturally we'd say, let's go under. You got the Rams defense. You got the Niners defense here. It's actually come down a little bit too. Even this morning, I saw it at 46 when I went to sleep. Now it's 45 and a half. Any thoughts on the total? Yeah, going down to 45 and a half. I, yeah, you, you, I think at the opening number, I think you'd go under. Now it's it's gone kind of so far down. I think you have to kind of go over. Um, and one thing about this 49ers team, if you're looking at the over, a lot of people don't know how good the offense is just in terms of like explosive plays and moving the ball. They're actually third in the NFL in yards per play heading into this weekend. The Rams are second. So these are two of the top three teams in terms of gaining yards per play. And now with the total slowly moving down, uh, there's a lot of room for that for that over to hit. So uh, if I were betting on the total, I think I'd definitely lean towards the over. Any player props you're on in this one? I love Debo uh, combine over. Well, it was 90 and a half, 94 and a half. Now it's 95 and a half. I even like it there uh, quite a bit. As a matter of fact, anything you're on as far as player props. Yeah, I like Elijah Mitchell under 68 and a half rushing yards. To be to be completely honest, I think if the 49ers are going to get the run game going uh, today, I think it's going to be more through Debo Samuel. Uh, like I already mentioned, the Rams do have the fifth best run defense in the NFL in terms of opponent yards per carry. Uh, I think they're going to be able to slow him down. He did get slightly over this number in their week 18 matchup, but he had a ton of carries. Uh, if the Rams do get up early, that might limit his carries. And like I said, I think they're going to lean on Debo Samuel a little bit more uh, in this matchup. So uh, yeah, that's my favorite player prop. It's never fun to bet an under on a, on a player prop, but I think it's the right uh, bet to make today. So uh, under 68 and a half rushing yards, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. I, I was not aware that cam Akers rushing prop was one of the most heavily bet uh, bets out there, but under 63 and a half is where I went with that. Um, and as far as you, I mean, if you're better, if you think the Rams are winning this thing, you absolutely, the correlated bet is, is Elijah Mitchell. So kind of like that there, let's go over to the AFC side. Um, so the question would be the total here, 54 and a half. Where are you sitting on this over under? Remember it took a little while for that bills chiefs game to pick up and go over last week. Uh, do you think this is just hammer the overtime. I think you have to. I would not want to be the guy who bets on the over in this game. And then like the same thing happens in this game that happened, the Buffalo game, uh, which is certainly possible. But I mean, neither defense is good on either side and both offenses are extremely explosive. I, I think this is just one of those bets. The over seems like the obvious bet to make, 
but it's one of those ones that the obvious bet to make is, I think, the right one to make. Two explosive offenses, two very bad defenses. Uh, I think some people who are going to be betting on the under might be overthinking it a little bit. Um, but who knows? I mean, we never know what's going to happen. That's that, that's what's so exciting about betting on sports. But I don't want to be the guy who bets on the under and then like halfway through the third quarter, we're already at like 60 points or something. So uh, if I were to bet, if I were about it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I was betting on the total, I'd, I'd be looking at the over. Yeah, I'm a huge live better and I will not be mm-hmm. touching the total in all likelihood. Uh, something drastic would have to happen for me to get in on this, like four. 14 to three at halftime and they lower, right. they get this thing. You can get it in the upper forties. I mean, possibly you could interest me then, but I'm not doing that right now. As far as the side, I love that hook. If I was back in the Bengals, well, guess what? No surprise here. I see some shops. Now it's down to seven. You know, this is what I thought some late money would be coming in uh, to knock this thing down to seven. I think that it'll probably be three at most books on the other side, the NFC, what about the side here without that hook? It's now Chiefs minus seven. Yeah, I'm on the Bengals plus seven in this one. It's just, I I, I think, and I think you mentioned uh, earlier, Holden, is, is this Chiefs defense is terrible. Uh, the kind of late game heroics by Patrick Mahomes uh, last week has kind of distracted people from the fact of how bad the Chiefs defense was. Not only were they giving up big plays, big touchdowns, uh, but the guys weren't even close to coverage. Gabriel Davis was wide open sometimes. Uh, you look at the last game, Jamar Chase got, what, 260-something yards, I think. I think it was the most receiving yards by any receiver uh, all NFL season. Joe Burrow threw for 400-and-some yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Uh, to lay a touchdown on a team with this bad of a defense is a bold move because they're going to have to stop the Bengals a couple times if they want to cover the spread. So uh, I'll take Bengals in the points. Do I think the Bengals are going to win outright? That's a, that's, a, that's a little too aggressive, I think, even for my blood. And I, I usually am an aggressive better when it comes to money lines. But uh, I'll take seven points when, when they're facing uh, truly one of the worst defenses uh, in the NFL, if I'm being honest. Yeah, if you saw the Kansas City defense week one through seven – that's what there's that what they've had the last four weeks too. It's amazing. Yeah. Any player props in this one that you're on? I know it'd be uncomfortable betting an under here, but maybe there's an under, maybe there's an over. What do you like player prop wise here, Ian? No, I am going to go with an over uh, for this game for a player prop. T Higgins over 73 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I might be kind of overthinking this play, but I think if the Chiefs are looking at how they're going to slow down this Bengals offense uh, to make sure they don't get upset by this team twice in the same season, they have to stop Jamar Chase. Like I mentioned, Jamar Chase, I think it was 266 receiving yards or something, like 11 catches, 12 catches against them last game. Mm-hmm. Their, their number one concern should be to stop Jamar Chase. If that happens, uh, then the other Bengals receivers are, are going to get a little bit more opportunity. So I think that's where T. Higgins can come into the mix. Um, it, I mean, maybe they still can't stop Jamar Chase. That's certainly possible. But I would think Joe Burrow's number two option after him would be T. Higgins. So uh, might be overthinking it, but I'm going to take T. Higgins over 73 and a half receiving yards. Ian, uh, at Ian McBets, I-A-I-N at Ian McBets. Thanks so much for hopping on. Give us your picks. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, my friend. Enjoy the, uh, enjoy uh, today's action. Have a great Sunday. Yes. I'm going to give you my picks. Holden Sunday plays is what the rundown says. I'm looking forward to doing that too. We got plays from both games to hammer right at you here on point spread Sunday. Holden Kushner. This is VEASAN and this is the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is never too early to prepare for the big game, and we want to make sure VSEN is part of your plans. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs. Then on championship weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage. 56 hours of free video coverage? on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. Oh, I love betting games live and betting the Super Bowl live. Mwah! It's the biggest game of the year. Make plans now to join vsin betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com. Holden Kushner with you here on Point Spread Sunday, wrapping up the show, so I might as well give my best bets. Let's get into a few of these, and we'll start with the Niners and the Rams. I've been back in the Niners to this point. For me, there's no reason to get off of this uh, this run that they're on. Are the Rams a more talented team on both sides of the ball? Absolutely. No, no doubt about it, right? But there's just something where some teams have other teams' numbers. Some coaches have other coaches' numbers. And to win six straight games... So oh, they're due. Don't, don't give me the due theory, okay? A, I think this is going to be a very, very close football game. So, again, I'm going to probably, a- after the show, I know what I'm going to do. I've been thinking about this, but I'm probably going to go in and bet the bands there for a final for the Rams to win zero to six points and the Niners to win zero to six points. And if that lands, you're getting plus money uh, no matter what. Second of all, I think the Rams probably win this straight up, but I see it as a field goal game. You give me that hook on the Niners. If you took it down to three, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't bet it, but I did see it at three and a half. So I backed the Niners Uh, again. I think Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald, who is just so remarkable. This is his kryptonite, man. Uh, Somehow, some way Daniel Brunskill goes in there and just keeps him quiet. Fascinating to me. I, I see the Niners defense getting to Stafford a whole bunch. Last time they played, they sacked him five times. Then first round of the playoffs, they sacked Dak five times. They sacked Rogers five times. So for all the talk of these big names on this Rams defense, the Niners defense been every bit as good. Actually a little bit more impressive. Be perfectly honest with you. Oh, but it was Aaron Rodgers. You know, it was cold. It was really cold that I don't care. The bottom line is that they got done what they needed to get done. And then don't forget, you, you put, what, three points on home field advantage? Well, 
This game's in L.A., but it's going to be a Niners home game. The Rams were complaining about that after that last game where they blew the 17-3 to lead. They were saying, you know, we're trying to call out players in our own place, and we can't hear them. So, again, uh, that's going to be uh, bet number one for me to talk about. Bet number two, uh, Jamar Chase, over 84 and a half yards. And, yes, I get all the arguments. T. Higgins. And I've talked about this at length on the show, and I did with Ross Tucker. I was like, listen, Spagnuolo's not a dumb guy. There's no way that they're not putting more coverage on Jamar Chase. They're not going to allow him just to go man-to-man like they did last time, where he can run a go route multiple times. Burrow could just throw it up, and they get big big yards out of that. No. But so does he go for 266? No. Does he go for 86 yards today? Yeah, I think he does. I got to project it at 92. Had 11 for 266 in that first meeting. That's that. That's not happening. But these last four games that Burrow and Chase have been in there, this is taken out week 18. He's gone over that number in four straight games. It, it, we get to the playoffs, and you notice this. These quarterbacks go to their guys. They go to their guys in the playoffs. That was extreme with Rodgers going to Devontae Adams and just one receiver, wide receiver, getting six yards. But, you know, Rodgers went to Adams. We see – Jimmy Garoppolo going to Debo. We see Hill and Kelsey from Mahomes, and we see Jamar Chase. I think he's just going to get peppered today. They can go shade him with more coverage. Yards after the catch is what I'm looking for with this guy. He's extraordinarily tough to tackle. He and Tyreek Hill might be the two best burners that are almost impossible to tackle. So I'm going over on Jamar Chase. Uh, Give me over 84 and a half yards feel like I've discussed this at length, but we'll get back into it here for a minute or two. Cam Akers under 63 and a half rushing yards. Uh, my coworker, John Sarabian from Run Pure Sports, Run Pure Bets. He's got Cam Akers over the receiving yard total. I thought it was 14 and a half. I tailed him on that one. And it's a correlated bet with Cam Akers under. I just don't see uh, the Rams being able to run against this Niners defense once again. Uh, Cam Akers also with a couple of fumbles. Who knows if Sony Michelle comes in and does what he needs to do. I actually see Stafford throwing the ball quite a bit. You could look at a completions or a pass attempt number on Matt Stafford. I'm not as confident in that, but I do see this Niners front seven going up there, putting pressure on Stafford and also putting pressure on this run game. And Cam Akers does not get to that 63 and a half. Uh, the next one would be Debo Samuel. This almost is self-explanatory, but I'll go in and I'll explain it anyways. Uh, this guy is everything. He has been he he's been their most valuable player. He's been, if not the most valuable player um, to any single team. He's right up there. Uh, he's so utilized in both the rushing and the passing game, and I think here that. Kyle Shannon is not a dumb guy. Who is your best player? And let's get the ball in his hands. Elijah Mitchell's a hell of a runner. We like, I like Elijah Mitchell, what he can do. Kittle. We're still waiting for that huge, big breakout game. He's calling it the body bag game, but Hey, waiting on him. What I do know is Debo Samuel has to touch this ball at least 15 times. And given his explosiveness yards after the catch yards, after contact yards, after everything, 
I'm going to take the guy that the Niners offense is built around that I know is going to have the ball in his hands. And I think he can get to triple digits today. Now this thing's been all over the place, rushing plus receiving yards. It was at 94 and a half. Then I saw it at 90 and a half that it was at 95 and a half. I think this good thing is good up to 99 and a half. I, I really do. Debo Samuel today goes out as a monster game. I don't think I'm going out uh, on a ledge saying that that is going to happen. Let's get into a, uh, a a little DK special that I like. We'll get into a DK special and then a couple things that um, just other bets that I'm just going to talk about that I bet ancillary bets. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow to combine for over 600 passing yards. That's plus 140 on DraftKings. That's a DraftKings special. So let's talk this through for a second. First on the Joe Burrow side. I'll get back into the Chiefs defense. This is as bad of a defense as you're going to see in the National Football League. And the fact that they got to the AFC Championship game with this defense is mind-boggling. That's just how great Patrick Mahomes and that offense is. Kansas City defense, weeks one through seven, almost 29 points per game given up. I remember going on the air and saying this is one of the worst defenses that I've ever seen in the history of the game. Well, boom, all of a sudden, Jones comes back. And from weeks eight through 16, 12.8 points per game. The Kansas City defense, one of the top three defenses in the National Football League for a period of about eight weeks. How did it happen, right? Well, guess what? End of the regular season, last two games of the regular season. Then we get into the playoffs against some good competition. The Chiefs are right back where they were that first seven, eight weeks of the season, 29 points per game. Their bottom three in opponents' yards after the catch. They give up huge plays as a pass defense. I like Burrow, right? Up. He's going to flirt with 300 yards. And you're telling me Mahomes isn't going over 300 yards today? I mean, sure, you could bet both these guys to do it individually, but I would rather just feel comfortable in either Mahomes picking up the slack if Burrow doesn't hit the 300 or Burrow picking up the slack if Mahomes doesn't hit 300. I'm getting plus money on 600 passing yards in a game with a total in the mid-50s? Oh, bring it on. Please sign me up for that. So I like a little DK special. Uh, that is a fun one. A couple other bets that I haven't discussed on the show that I'm going to bring up anyways. Um, this one was at Bet Rivers. Chris Jones to get a sack at minus 114. I mean, Burrow's getting sacked four, five, six times. And it's not all on his offensive line. You can blame his offensive line all you want to. He holds on to the ball a lot too. I think Chris Jones to get a sack at almost even money between even money and 114. That's one that I like a whole bunch. And then lastly, a little single game parlay. Uh, if you are back in the chiefs, this total opened up around 50 and a half. I'm getting plus money, plus 105 with a Chiefs win and the total to get over 51 and a half. To get two right instead of one, I don't know where he's loved doing that, but if I get a full field goal off that total and just take the team that I think is going to win anyways, why not? Why not? So I'm about to head out of here. I want to remind everybody. I'm the host of the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. It's a decent podcast. Check it out if you get a second. I bet all the Colorado teams, college and pro, all the Denver teams, everything like that. We drop it four days a week. That's terrific stuff. Make sure you hang out with me on Twitter at Holden Radio. We'd love to do that. 
Again, best bets today. We'll go the Niners plus three and a half. We'll go Jamar Chase over 85 and a half uh, receiving yards as well. Matt, terrific job behind the scenes. Thanks to our guests, John Sarabian, Ross Tucker, Ian McMillan as well. My name's Holden Kushner. Enjoy Championship Sunday. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.